The Why of War The state is a predatory creature with a peculiar psychopathology. If the state cannot engage in rapin, it must resort to a kind of autophagy. But to totally appreciate the dynamics of the state we must understand the fundamental fact of war, what it is and why war is waged. The most fundamental truth of war is the existence of two, incompatible races. Humanity does not understand war because we have never accepted that there are two races and the differences between them cannot be reconciled. There is a race war, and it is a war of annihilation. There is no peace possible, no negotiation, and no compromise. Races are based on worldviews, and the two minds or way of seeing things contradict one another. Two distinct and incompatible realities cannot both persist indefinitely. One will prove true and prove the other false. The state, as conventionally formulated, is a pure contrivance of one race. It at least ought to be understood in the other reality as an unnatural structure. The state is formed by men of a particular race for particular purpose and end. Saints cannot think of the state as a neutral institution formed by man to bring peace and unity to the world. It cannot even unify the races within its borders. Indeed, the state as a predatory creature is more often than not a cause of war. The state is not a disinterested party in this conflict. It takes sides. It has been claimed by more than one writer that the state will look to foreign enemies to divert attention from domestic issues and unite the nation. This is so, but we will see that war naturally falls harder on one race than the other. One race causes war, and the other race fights the war. Why this is so is natural to the races. But we need to distinguish carefully between the universal war of the races and the peculiar wars that take place between nations, though these two continue the race war unabated. Wars have to be fought over something. This is property at least for the one race. The other race fights for their reality and rights. But this is the very thing that infuriates the left. The left thinks reality is real in the physical sense and so assumes that the fight must be over property. There is no reality beyond the physical. This makes secularists phenomenologists. Their ultimate goal is the ownership of the earth. But in this, they are in direct conflict with God, though they think their fight is with the people of God. It is God that owns earth, not the saints. We own only the value we add to the creation of God. We do not own the assets that compose the world. Atheists are ultimately socialists because they always harness the state and the power of the state to their cause. Statists believe that power determines truth. But power does not open the door to truth. This is where secularists got it wrong. They believe that power comes through property. The statist assumption is that if you have sufficient power, you can dictate what the truth is. Pontius Pilate asked what is truth, 
then demonstrated it by releasing a murderer and thief in the place of Jesus. Pilate spoke power to truth and demonstrate he and he alone had the power to determine innocence and guilt, even as he washed his hand of any responsibility. Not only had Pilate the power to define and determine truth, he had the power to do this without repercussions or cost. War defines truth for statists. Might makes right and the end justifies the means is the doctrine of statism. But the truth is the statist ownership of earth is an illusion. We are flesh and our power is the power of weeds that grow and die, and flourish, then fade. We can amass great wealth and power and see it vanish overnight. We do not hold the key to truth in the might of our sword. It is a lesson the U.S. has yet to learn, though it is assumed Britain knew this. Britain sought truth and found power flowed from the truth they sought and promulgated. They were far from a perfect state, yet the peoples of Britain embraced truth like no other peoples. Saints are a people of the truth. They are a people set apart. Saints do not seek power, they seek truth. The power that is there is the power of truth, derived from the greater truth that is God. The war seeks to divert saints from the search for the truth. Evil will ask for a negotiation and a compromise because evil always wins when the truth is compromised. When your reality is based on a power that flows from truth and your enemy embraces a truth defined by power, negotiations can only leave the truth of power intact. The greatest truth is the source. If we compromise or corrupt the origins of truth, we have embraced the truth of power. Power is an ownership, but we own only what we author. Power does not give rights to ownership, it is ownership that provides us with power. Saints must not claim what they did not create nor permit power to be exercised by others over what the other person did not create. All of the natural world was created by God. Only God owns assets. Mankind modifies reality to create value for others, we own the value we create. We do not own what was created by God. The war is over which reality is real and which race has the reality that is the most powerful. The state exercises power directly partly through law and sometimes through outright war, in cases where the law is absent. The law is a way to regulate and make predictable the exercise of power so that its exercise does not become counterproductive as an anarchy. The church is the natural enemy of the state. The church is an organization founded on accountability. Truth produces power, and so falsehoods generate waste or weakness. Accountability is simply a tool to ensure that the exercise of truth is honest. The church helps to ensure we each pay our own costs. Power defines truth by forcing others to pick up the tab. This is not permitted in the church. The church engages in charitable actions, but these are totally voluntary. The church holds all assets in trust, workers are paid their wages by the church for all work done. 
All expenses created by a believer are subtracted by church from the account of the saint. All criminal acts are similarly adjudicated by the church and restitution applied to the account of the malefactor. We see this type of accountability is not compatible with the needs of the state. This is the why of the war. The left cannot survive without expropriating the wealth created by saints. They have no power unless they can use the power, they have to expropriate the wealth of the church. This is the sole reason for the war, this is the sole why of the war. The left are parasites, and the right are accountable and attempt to make the left accountable for the costs they create. This infuriates and angers the left and it is incompatible with the very existence of the state. Therefore, the war. It is a war that can only end with the victory of the believer or the extermination of man. Because the left are parasites and cannot survive without the church. If they kill the church, it will spell the end of them as well.